understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up and welcome back to The Stranded Face Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Hurley. I am so excited to be back with you guys. I feel like it has been forever since we've hung out and just did a single episode, and I feel like I have so much to catch you guys up on. Um, God, it's been an amazing month. There's just so much going on in my life right now. So as we are heading into April, let me just update you on a couple things before we get into what I want to talk about. Uh, First of all, I'm turning 30, y'all. I'm turning 30. And like most of you that, even my friends, and I get it, I low-key freaked out a little bit. 30 just seems like I'm legit getting old, but... There's not a sad bone in my body because I feel like 30 is going to be my best year yet. Some of the greatest things have happened this year to me, some of the greatest things last year, and it has only been getting better from here. And I feel like 30 is going to be the year of opportunities that I never anticipated for my life. So I'm actually really, really excited about being 30. Um, So I'm turning 30 April 15th. So uh, make sure you give me a birthday shout out. I will forever appreciate it. You can remind me that I'm old all day long. Uh, second big news is, um, I left my corporate job. You guys, I am now officially a corporate dropout. And I know most people say that with so much pride. First and foremost, I love my job. I really did love my job. And I don't want everyone to think that I'm just like, woo, quit your job. I actually think you should keep your job. I am not a huge um, pro quit your job. I think there's a time and a place for it. Eight months ago, I wanted to quit my job because everything entrepreneur-wise, my side business was too much to handle with my full-time career. And I promise you, I was not ready. It seemed right at the time. I was not ready. Um, It came up again this time, and it was time. It was time for me to make a pivot and shift and make a decision. And um, if anybody's interested in having that conversation, but it, um, I didn't do the general route of wait until you make X amount of dollars to quit your job. It was just a place where there was too much opportunity coming my way. So I put a six month plan into place and um, it ended up happening in four. So I have left my corporate job and I am now a full time entrepreneur and it is so exciting, scary, fun, full of opportunity, positive, negative, up and down journey I've ever been on so far, but I am loving my new life and so excited to learn more and serve more. I cannot wait. So welcome your girl to the world of entrepreneurship. Um, And I now have several more seats in my mentoring program because I now have a a more open schedule. So I am taking new clients in the month of April for those of you that are looking to launch, grow, and uh, market an awesome podcast and get to a place of monetization. And uh, I will be doing more events as well. So I'm super excited uh, for women 
that deserve to have what they want. So, and I also completed our third mastermind a few weeks ago. If you guys saw it on social media, we did our third annual, not annual, our third Lady Boss Mastermind, and it was amazing. Amazing. By far the best event we've ever done. I know I say that every time, but if you want to serve women and you want to do an event, I, I'm telling you, start somewhere. The first event, I thought I could never do something like this. I thought it was going to be a big joke. It was great. Second one was even better. This third one, people were crying. We had breakthroughs. I created relationships with women um, that are unforgettable. Women, some of the women that were in attendance taught me more than I could have ever taught them. It was fabulous. And these women created community immediately. And I know some of the women there needed it. I know I needed it. Um, so just don't be afraid to join your local uh, women's group. Don't be afraid to talk to me about the next Lady Boss Mastermind. Don't be afraid to create your own women's community. It is so necessary. It's so needed. There's so many brave women out there that uh, don't know where to turn. And so community for women is just something that is so necessary. So don't be afraid of it. Now, now that I've talked up all this great stuff, I want to get real raw and connected with you on something that I think most of us struggle with and something that I've struggled deeply with and I want to bring it to the surface. And it is your inner critic. Your inner critic. That voice. The person that you think is you that keeps telling you that you're not enough. That you can't do that. That nobody's listening. Not right now. I'm too unhealthy right now. I need to lose weight first. I don't have enough certifications. I don't have a degree. Nobody's going to listen to me. I'm not an expert in anything. Who am I to think that anyone's going to listen to me? Why would anyone think my story is important? I don't have enough time. I have children. I don't have time for this. Like, I'm not smart enough. I'm not healthy enough. I'm not sexy or fit enough. I don't speak well. I'm not a social media person. I have heard it all. Oh. Of course, my phone would ring during an interview. Um, I have heard it all. I've heard it all. And I've felt it all. So before I'm pointing fingers, I want you to know I've said all these things to myself too. I have dead caught myself saying like, you're not, you're not healthy enough, attractive enough. You're not skinny enough to be taking pictures right now for your website. So you need to wait till you lose like 30 pounds and then you'll take pictures for your website and then you can launch your program. No, ma'am. No, like hell no. This cannot be a thing anymore because that's not you. We think that that's us. And we side with that person. Like, I really want you to start identifying that person as like almost the devil on your shoulder. Because that is not who you are. That's doubt. That's fear. And that's something that has been created in your mind to for you to believe based off of one circumstance. So one thing happened to you one time that crea created an emotional reaction. And you, you planted it in your files, in your brain. And now every time that you go to do something, your brain tries to step up, step forward and protect you. I meant to use the word filed. You filed it in your brain and someone or your brain tries to step forward and protect you to say, 
this is not good. So you should settle. You should sit down. You should probably not do this because what if the same thing happens that happened last time? No, no. Like we're not, we are not doing that. I have struggled with that. And to go even a step further with you, I feel like I have struggled with that after I do something great. Almost every time I do something great, I struggle with that almost immediately after. So I help a client for six months. We launch a podcast. They hit new and noteworthy. They call me, praise me, tell me, thank you so much. This was so great. I'm so glad I did this. Blah, 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 blah. I feel great. And then three days later, there's a voice in my head. Who do you think you are to charge someone this much? Who do you, just because you helped one person do this, what makes you can think you makes you think you can do it for thousands? Like there's probably someone else out there that's way better at this than you. Um, you know, what makes you think you're the expert? Like all of these doubtful, negative thoughts. So first of all, it's impossible to be positive all the time. But it's not impossible to catch these thoughts when they're occurring and remove them from your conscious thoughts. So it's impossible to just not have negative thoughts. Like you can't just be like, nope, I'm positive 24-7 and I'm going to never allow this to happen. It is so natural for us. It's insane. But something I learned um, from David Bayer is that you cannot be in two states at the same time. And I mean state of mind. You cannot be in a suffering state and a beautiful state at the same time. So anytime you're doubting yourself, you're having doubt, you're having fear, you're having anxiety, that inner critic, that inner voice is speaking to you, telling you to, you know, retreat, get out, don't do this thing, don't do it. That is a suffering state. And you cannot create and be at optimal performance in a suffering state. It is literally impossible. So you have to stop yourself and redirect to a beautiful state, which is joy, happiness, creation, positivity, gratitude, all of it. And I know it sounds, somebody might be listening to this and saying, okay, that sounds great, but how do I just go, okay, no, no more negative thoughts. There's very simple ways to do this. And you can start with gratitude. Like start immediately when you have the thought, nope, I don't believe that. I'm not doing it. And let me think of all the things that I'm grateful for that have happened in my life. What have I done that's great this week? What have I accomplished this year? Look at my track record. Look at all the things that I have done. What makes me think that now I should doubt myself from doing this? Like, look back at your track record. Somebody said to me the other day that really caught me. They said, what are you doubting yourself for? And I was like, this and that and da 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 da. And she was like, it was a good friend of mine. She said, I hear you. These things could happen, but look at your track record. Have you ever wanted anything really bad and not accomplished it? Or at least not put your best foot forward to achieve it? And I was like, no, never. And she's like, exactly. So you're fearing something and believing something that has actually never happened. You don't even have any evidence to back it up. I was like, wow. So I'm about to back out of something because I believe that X, Y, and Z could happen when it's actually never happened. So this is how quickly we create these stories and this doubt in our mind. And this is all the power of the inner critic. So 
I get all of this stuff that sounds, I'm telling you all of these things and they sound great, and but I always want to give you something that is a little more tangible, right? So I want to give you some steps. I want to give you some steps. So I want to give you some things you can do right now. And we're, we're going to, but I want to start with recognizing and diverting these thoughts. So when you have a negative thought, first of all, step one is to recognize it, correct? Like you, okay, this is, this is my mind telling me, you know, not to get on this stage and speak about this. This is my, this is my mind telling me that these people are going to think that you're a dummy when you talk to this audience. What do you think you're doing? You know, in the gym trying to work out for the first time. What are you doing? Like your mind's telling you, you don't know how to work out. You're never going to be skinny. What are you doing? Like recognize the thought. And David Bayer taught me this as well, that to recognize and tell yourself that that is unintelligent thinking. And I love that term because it makes so much sense because what it, what it, what you're recognizing is that this thought is not real because there's no evidence to back up that any of it is true. Your mind literally embedded this based off of one past experience, right? So I'll take it to like the simplest example. Think about a dog. Like if you were to have ever gotten bit by a dog in, in your lifetime, your mind for the rest of your life will continue to try to protect you from dogs because you had an emotional, scary experience with one dog. Now for the rest of your life, when you see dogs, your mind probably says, that's a vicious dog, get away, and it's protecting you. However, all dogs are not vicious, all dogs do not bite, but your mind is telling you, get away from that dog based off of one experience, and I absolutely understand it, but it would prevent you from living your optimal life, and you're also in a suffering state every single time you see a dog. So, recognize the thought recognize the negativity. Sometimes it's so subconscious we don't even realize. We actually believe it to be realistic. Like, oh, I'm really not skinny and I'm never going to be skinny. What am I doing in this gym thinking I can get fit? Like, what am I doing in this room thinking I have a story to tell just because X, Y, and Z happened to me and one person told me I have a great story? Like, nobody's going to care about my story. Somebody will. These are your negative thoughts. Step one is to recognize it and realize, nope, that's unintelligent thinking. That's not real. I have no evidence to back up that any of those things my subconscious mind is telling me are actually true. Step two, I want to tell you about this activity we did at my mastermind, um, at our mastermind, and I think it would be really helpful. Uh, It was helpful for a lot of women, and it's to write three things down when you have an opportunity. Write them down on your phone, in your notes, because you might be riding around in the car right now or when you get home tonight. Either way, do it soon before you forget, but start with the title, The Lies I Tell Myself. The Lies I Tell Myself. And write down the three things you tell yourself that are preventing you from hitting your goals or doing the thing that you've really wanted to do, like that special passion passion project, like starting a podcast or writing a book or starting a women's group or, you know, uh, starting, um, selling a, selling a product or whatever it is. What are the three lies you've been telling yourself? So when I did this exercise for myself, one of the biggest lies I was telling myself that I don't have time. And when I tell you, I would fight for this till the end. Like I, if somebody was like, you just need to do this, this, and this. And I was like, you don't understand. I don't have time. 
I have a full-time job. I have a side business. I have seven clients. I have a young two-year-old. Like of all the people, I don't have time. And I told myself that for like eight months. And when someone finally pointed out to me that it was just an excuse, even though I felt like I had so many facts to back it up, um, I rewrote the things that I thought were my lies. So um, when you say I'm too busy and the second part of the exercise on the back is to rewrite the three lies. So one of my lies was I am too busy on the back. I wrote, I have more than enough time to accomplish all of the things that I want to accomplish. And for 21 days, I woke up and read those three new statements because you are ending these limiting beliefs and recreating these new beliefs. And like, I am not smart enough. I had a lot of women at our mastermind that said, I don't think I'm smart enough. And they rewrote it to say, I am, I am more than intelligent enough to create all of the things that I need to run a successful business and rewrite them and reread them, restate them daily. And what I want you to understand, it's not an ego thing. This is not like a fake it till you make it, say it till you like, say it until you're blue in the face. You are saying these for 21 days because you're creating a new reality for you because these things to begin with are not true. So you're just breaking the limiting belief. Once you stop telling yourself that you don't have enough time, you will be shocked that you will find the time. Because let me tell you, eight months ago, when I stopped saying I don't have or I'm too busy and I started saying I have more than enough time that I need to do the things that I need to do for to make run a successful business. I stopped recognizing that I didn't have time and I started optimizing the time that I did. And I started to find more and more time in my day. And I wasn't really paying attention to the fact that I thought that I didn't have time. I was probably wasting more time in my day thinking that I didn't have enough time than actually doing the things that I needed to do. And so when I prioritized focusing on the time that I did have, my business was literally optimized and literally led me to quitting my job a month. Yeah, three weeks ago. So stop focusing on the lies, the lack of, the scarcity, what you don't have, and rewrite those lies into statements that will benefit you so that you can recreate the real truth. Step three, and this is cool because this is kind of what I'm really working hard on and learning. And it's to, to learn to act separately from your inner critic. And this is separate from recognizing it as unintelligent thinking, but to learn to act separately. And I'm so dramatic about it that almost when I hear it, I try to do the exact opposite. So like in simple, simple terms, I'm driving to the gym and my body's like, you're so tired. Like, don't do this. Like, you know, you're tired. And this one workout today is not going to do anything and not going to help you lose 10 pounds. And I'm like, no, that's my inner critic. Screw you. That means I need to go work out today and you're trying to prevent me from being great. So I have to work out today and I'm actually really excited about it. And I know it sounds crazy and dramatic, but I don't play about this stuff. So it's almost like the devil on my shoulder approach. I really just like consider doing the exact opposite. Like, oh, you're about to get on the stage and think that people are care about your story. Like they really don't. And then I'm like, no, everyone's going to love my story. This story is going to change someone's life. You have to be your biggest fan. So part of that is fighting your inner critic. Like 
you have to get out of my way. And that's, that's why in all these cartoons and movies and there's that internal fight, almost as if each one of us have two people inside of us. And that's doubt and fear and anxiety and you operating from a suffering state. There are people that operate their lives 80% of their day in that state. And you cannot create, cultivate or move forward at all in that state. So act separately from that person. The minute you hear it in your mind, stop it, move forward, do the opposite. Like, it's almost like don't act on emotion. Like have you ever, if you learn, if you get in a place where you learn not to act on emotion, especially in a relationship, like you get in a, an argument with your boyfriend or your girlfriend and then you're like, that's it, I'm moving out. And then two hours later, you're like, oh, I was acting on emotion. It wasn't that serious. I just, you know, I'm just not going to act on emotion anymore. It's the same thing. Like for now on, we're only making logical decisions. And that, that unintelligent thinking is not rational. There's no evidence to back it up. So we're not, we're not acting on subconscious thoughts anymore. We're not doing it. So separate yourself from your inner critic. And I would say in 2019, step four, this one's super simple. Focus on who you're around. Get around some people that inspire the shit out of you or people you can partner with to win with. Like, not again, I know some people take this to heart. I'm not saying don't call your friends, the people you grew up with, love on them, give to them, lunch with them, weddings. Absolutely. I get it. However, anything that is not helping you move towards those goals or is feeding your inner critic, you know who these people are. They're the people that when you say, oh, I'm, I'm going to, you know, become a real estate agent or, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to start my own business online or, oh, I'm going to start telling my story more. They're like, oh, that's, that's so great. Well, anyway, uh, Saturday I'm having a party and blah, 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 blah. Like these people are dead weight. I almost take this to the extreme. I don't, I'm not saying you have to be like me, but unless you can have like a really serious conversation with me, we can have some really intelligent, um, fun things to chat about or converse about, or we're not going to events together, or we're not collaborating, partnering, or building together, it's hard for me to find time for you. I find time for my good friends, but outside of that, it's hard for me to find time for you. And so in 2019, let's get selfish. I'm telling you, last year was my most selfish year, and I literally, in 365 days, accomplished more than I ever have, and my life has done a complete 180. I'm living a completely different life after a year from being selfish, worrying or not worrying. I was, there was a little worrying, but being focused on who I surround myself with, who I was winning with, who I was collaborating with, who I was partnering with, or people that just were way ahead of me, um, inspired me and wanted to reach back and mentor and help me and just, you know, allow me to pick their brain and share. Um, you got to have fun too. You got to have fun too. I don't want you to think that I'm saying not have fun, but get selfish, focus on you, stop worrying about the people that are dragging you down or doubting you because they feed your inner critic. You know who they are. I've had those people too that just are very doubtful of the things that you want to accomplish. And to you, they have disguised it as realism, as, as being realistic. Well, you know, just to be realistic, like, Throwing events cost people a lot of money. So like, you know, you're already tied on your bills right now. So maybe, maybe you should focus on throwing an event next year. That type of being realistic is a dream, damn dream killer. Like 
those are not the people you want in 2019 because those are dream killers. Like I spent six months waiting to do my first women's event because I thought it was going to cost me a fortune. I don't think I spent more than $600 and I made my money back plus some. So events are not that hard to do. And that's just an example, but there are people out there that are going to disguise the hate because they don't even know that they're hating. They're, they're disguising feeding your inner critic as being realistic. And we're not trying to be average in 2019. So I brought this up today because I have struggled with it. I still struggle with it and everybody's not going to have good days. I would say 88% of my week is entirely positive, beautiful state, but there are days that we just wake up and we feel like, who do we think we are? What, who do I think I am to be doing this? What, who's going to listen to me? What if I write a book and no one reads it or buys it? What if I get on the stage and tell my story and people think, people think that I'm ridiculous? So what? There's going to be a person that needs to hear your story exactly the way that you told it. There's going to be a person that needs what you offer and what you deliver from you and only you. It's selfish to not give what you have to give because you're scared or you have anxiety. The purpose that you were put on this earth for is way bigger than anything you could possibly be considering right now. And the thing that might be holding you back is that inner critic. So I want you to be able to use some of these tools to silence that inner critic and know that that's not real. That's not you. It's just the story you're telling yourself and it's time to create a new reality this year. So I'm super excited for you guys. I know 2019 is going to be our year. It's damn sure my year. So uh, have a wonderful week and you guys know it's all love. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.